Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it, all that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people, who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it, all that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus, I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people, who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. Uh, I have a guest today that I'm so excited that she's here to share her story with us. Uh, what I'm going to do is just briefly let Annabelle come in, and uh, she's going to tell us everything. I wanted her to open her heart to us and tell us everything that she's doing. And then you know what we do here at Threads. We just go back and we get a chance to enjoy her journey as to how she got to where she is. So, Animal, welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, and thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Ken. I'm really happy to be here. And um, in this circle, in this warmth, and to to start talking about my journey. Okay, so I'll start with where I am now, which is creating intracultural classes. And intracultural is how we talk to ourselves. That's our self-talk. Mm-hmm. And this idea resonates with me because I took um, uh, intercultural courses and and the idea that how we talk as a culture, as a, you know, as a myriad of cultures, how we were raised, um, the culture that we grew up in as an American and then deeper as a African-American and then mm-hmm. from the south side of central Indiana. And so to begin unpacking that, and that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to study intercultural communication. And then when I got into that, I realized 
you have to start with intracultural communication, mm-hmm. how we talk to ourselves, because mm-hmm. how we talk to ourselves <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of resonates with how we will address or um, how we will show up in the world. Yes. So I definitely feel like that is my mission, as well as as a comedian, as a humorist, I wanted to become a motivational humorist because mm-hmm. I I believe that humor is, it's a form of rebellion. If you can mm-hmm. laugh at your circumstances, if you can um, make light of yourself and not take yourself so seriously, mm-hmm. then, then you have sort of a secret weapon that yes. will help you with positivity. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And um, one of my favorite sayings is from um, Voltaire. It said that heaven has given us two things to counterbalance the many miseries of life. And Mm -hmm. that is hope and Mm -hmm. sleep. Mm -hmm. And Voltaire (laughs) added to that laughter. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mm -hmm. those are the three things that no matter what our circumstances we are privy to. We have those um, those things also that we can lean on, or or get a reprieve from yes. what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And so I became uh, in 2018, I believe. I started my journey as a motivational humorist. I started with stand up comedy. I decided mm-hmm. to become a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. And and I really wanted, as I said, to use humor because um, I don't feel we use it enough. You know, a child uh, laughs something like a hundred times a day, and the in wow. the average human, or excuse mm-hmm. me, the average adult laughs maybe two times a month. <laughs> you know, two wow. or three times a month. Yeah. So we really sort of dig down and and become very um even if we're being introspective we may not have the right path yet um yes if if we're being critical like if if our introspection is just beating ourselves down then then we're not using it as well as we could um yeah so i think 2014 i won uh Um, speaking awards through Toastmasters and somewhere around 2006 is when I joined Toastmasters to to build my communication and I found that Toastmasters gave me my voice that's that's where I found my voice and decided that this was my path that I should be a humorist and that mm. I wanted to be a motivational humorist uh, like uh, Judy Carter or Kyle Cease. Uh, and, and, and also with the depth of a Les Brown, you know, mm-hmm. so, so that's why I started uh, that journey. And I am in outside of Heidelberg, Germany in a small town. Uh, and I was, isolated and Mm. I was trying to basically hide in plain sight. So finding my voice was really critical for me to 
to say that this is my journey to help others also um, with their inner voice and, and aligning yes. that. And so I, I have uh, written a, a motivational humorist um, um, novel or book uh, mm-hmm. called Girl, You Ain't Crazy, mm-hmm. uh, which has some of my story and the fact that I, how I struggled with mental illness um, as a teen and throughout life and mm-hmm. how I battled um, to come back. And, and so, again, with my story, I try to aid others. And one thing I had sort of, I, well, I had a dual um, upbringing. And one, I was um, raised in the church at first mm-hmm. um, from a child to 12 years old. Um, going to church three times a week, um, Bible studies and all, um, and, and that sort of spirituality, which I embraced and I yeah. didn't know any other way. And then at, um, 12, um, my, my real mother came and got me and, and she took me to more of, um, you know, a make make it as you can sort of um reality without the church being the center and so but one thing that she my mother did have was this sense of philosophy that she gave Mm -hmm. me um that uh sort of took the place of that center for me uh the idea of of um things like the desert which is, mm-hmm. I think, a long Indian poem that uh, says we are children of the, you know, we're children of the earth and yes. that we all have a voice and, and that voice is valid. And yes. so, yeah, so I had those two uh, dichotomous upbringings and I was able to to finally reconcile them and come up with my own um, spirituality as far as um, believing in, in, you know, in the universe and the greatness that I will never be able to comprehend. And, yes. and just believing that we do all have a voice and that we should be using it because all of our stories can help someone. And yes, so we should be doing that. I absolutely agree. And that is one, as we were talking about, that's the purpose of Threads of Enlightenment is that all of our stories can help. And and as I uh, mentioned in the opening, that my philosophy is that we all have our individual journey, our individual individual threads of enlightenment, and collectively together we we, uh, weave this beautiful tapestry. And uh, it is important that we all have our voices to go through and to reach back and help someone. I I was uh, talking with someone a few days ago, and uh, she had she said she was asking the question, why did she have to go through the things that she went through? And I told her, I said, I believe that we were the best candidate for that. All of us have to go through something. And uh, we were the best candidate that would be able to go through the process 
but not waste the time that we went through, that we would gain knowledge, we would gain all of the different tools that we would look back and and see how we utilize what we did to get to the place that we are today so that you and I can then reach back and say to someone, hey, um, this post, this is a guidepost that I found along the way. Use this and it'll get you to this end much quicker than it did for me. So I love your, your uh, the fact that you're, you're using this terminology of finding your voice, finding your voice, because I think that is so important. A lot of people are afraid to find their voice, uh, you know, so because of whatever it is, be uh, whether it's family putting pressure on them, society uh, putting pressure on them not to speak up in a way. Um, I remember when they used to say uh, to be seen and not heard, uh, the older uh, group would tell us that. And so lots of us kind, kind of walk through life that way. And it's beautiful to hear you uh, reaching back and pulling up that voice within yourself. And uh, I think that is so beautiful to hear it uh, coming from your your uh, path that you've been through all of these stigmas, as people say, the mental uh, issue. And uh, but yet here you are. Um, I want you to dig a little deeper in the uh, on the mel- mental issue that people don't understand that uh, we physically we, we get hurt, but also mentally, and a lot of people are afraid to speak up about the mental aspect of it, and we shouldn't be, but because we've put the stigma about on it that has caused so much pain. Can you speak a little? To that, and to speak to someone that is out there that may be listening, how you did it, and if you can encourage them, if you will. Happily, it again, like you said, it is a journey, and it's a journey where every day you're bringing yourself further. It's. It, I don't believe you can disengage from from that and. What I like mm-hmm. to tell people sometimes is it, it, it's like uh, having a, a physical challenge. Um, people can see that readily mm-hmm. and then they adjust how they yeah. treat you. They try to support you, you know, because they can see it and they can mm-hmm. see that it's a lifetime challenge, uh, you mm-hmm. know, unless it's something that um, isn't. But but they see that and they help when you have. Um, a mental illness, people can usually cannot see it. And if they can see it, they don't understand it as being anything but something that you just need to get over. That, you know, yeah, if you have yeah. depression, then just, you know, just get out of it. And, um, and you can just sort of bring yourself forward alone. Mm. I do not say that you can bring yourself forward alone. I I believe also with reading and now with the internet, you can find um, a variety of voices uh, that also are are telling you that they have struggled with mental illness and that they mm-hmm. have come on the other side um, 
still wearing that skin. I, I mean, you yes. do not lose it. <laughs> you just, mm-hmm. you just learn to adapt. And if, yes. um, you know, and have medication, I, I take mm-hmm. medication and I'm so thankful for it. When I think if this was the fifties or thirties, I would be in a mental institution probably yes. my whole mm-hmm. life. And so yeah. I'm really um, happy for where I am now. And uh, as I said, I found other voices and groups that helped me um, to to accept myself and to and to say that um, you you are are what you have gone through is valid, and that mm-hmm. you or I challenge myself always to keep that balance of of mental health because it's yeah. it's so easy to slip into uh, depression. It's so easy. To, to, mm-hmm. to struggle with other types of uh, mental challenges based on your perceptions, guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and if you go through a tragedy, that's a whole nother level of mental struggle, you know, that uh-huh. I, fortunately I have not had to deal with. Um, but all of these are, are challenges that um, hopefully we can we can read, like I said, we can read about uh, people who mm. have struggled and how they've come out of it. Uh, right now, I think one of the best um, examples has been um, the the gymnast who is at the top of her game, who was yes. uh, so, um, uh, is her name? Um, she was socially, uh, no, excuse me, uh, she was molested or um you know, one of her doctors in her, um, from her uh, time as her a gender. trainer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of her uh, trainers had um, yeah. molested her or sexually abused her in a way. Yeah. And, and she still trained and she still showed up and she still mm-hmm. performed. And, and yes. even at her, even with this struggle, she was able to achieve what others without that struggle, you know, weren't able to do. And yes. so it just shows the mental strength that she, yes. the level of mental strength that she was yeah, yeah. Um, able to achieve. And mm-hmm. so, and, and, and so we're all struggling with something. No one gets through this life like sort of free, you know, and if you do have a sort of babe in the woods mentality, then something else from the outside will attack you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so it's, um, um, someone said, you know, um, be kind because everyone you meet is, is fighting their own battle. Something. Yes. Yeah. It's fighting. Yes. And so, um yes to to be kind to to accept your own challenges and to mm-hmm. still show up to me says um shows your strength that you yes. that you are struggling and that you still show up yeah i i absolutely believe that is such a powerful um stuff that you're talking about because we all um, I hear people talk about trauma and trauma and thing. Everyone 
has suffered trauma, every single one. And now what we ought to uh, talk about is how did we manage it? How, what are the tools that we can utilize so that we can help each other uh, manage our trauma? Uh, I have a story with my, my sister and my siblings. We were on the phone uh, talking about some, some trauma that she had felt because of um, some of the things that uh, my, my mom had said. And I am the eldest, and so I remember a lot more. And so I pointed out and I made a reference that, hey, my mom was traumatized as a young girl by this particular uh, incident. And because she was traumatized as a young girl with that particular incident, her frame of reference was based on that trauma that she had. And based on that trauma that she had, she, she acted a certain way towards us, but it wasn't the fact that she did not love us. I, and I pointed out to them, I believe it was because she loved us that she was acting this way because it was the only way be, that she knew how to act within that circumstances based on her frame of reference. And so, we have to look at each other. Uh, people are making decisions based on certain frame of reference, and we can't just totally get out there and attack them. We need to, uh, from what they say in the old adage, to, to walk a mile in their shoe, is to now come maybe side by side with them and, and begin to ask questions with them. Are you okay? Um, you know, uh, and and start to probe those questions that maybe they don't even haven't even thought about asking you know have you have you thought about this as you said you know uh, point them to uh, the uh a youtube the internet uh, a book or something uh because i know how my how i grew up in in the west indies um i would tell people uh, i look at in america uh, child abuse was a sport back where we came from. It was it wasn't something like this. I mean, when we behave in, badly in school, we, the teacher beat you. Then when the teacher when this, the news spread, the neighbor heard it. The neighbor beats you. Then when the you know when the the news spread, guess the parents they beat you. So uh, um, this uh, thing, uh, and so I had to learn how to overcome all of those frame of references that when I had my children, that uh, uh, it was one of the things that I went searching for answers to overcome. And I picked up a book. I read a chapter of that book, Freed My Life. As we begin to point people, as you say, we take them and we send them to the books and stuff like that. But we always have to remember that he or she is just behaving from a frame of reference that has been clouded by trauma. Exactly. And I leaned heavily on the Stoic philosophy and Stoicism. Uh, I remember mm. I, I was 15 and I got a bracelet, I had a bracelet made that said, this too shall pass, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. just to keep <laughs> that in my mind. 
um, that everything is fleeting, um, you know, but, but when you're in it, you don't, you're, you're usually not able to see it. And um, Judy Carter was also uh, influential for me in reading her books. And, um, oh, and I'm um, Lisa Nichols, Lisa Nichols. Yes is who, who I really leaned heavily on. And it, it really, to, to, to listen to these motivational speakers uh, helped me to see that we, as you just said, have this frame of reference that we need to sort of break out of. And even Tony Robbins. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I had read a couple, I had read one, I think, of his books when I was 17 or 18, and little by little, it's like, you know, um, droplets going into a creek. It's like, oh, you yes. can do this. Oh, even somebody like me, even someone who, you know, was raised um, in a foster home or even someone like mm-hmm. me who, you know, came from a family of eight in the inner city um, who had uh, for a reference a lack that there yeah. will not be enough that that mm-hmm. you have to sort of hoard anything love attention money food yeah. you know um and uh to to move to an idea that to come from abundance and to know that there will always be enough if you let it flow if you you know if you let love and these things flow through you instead of like tightly trying to hold on mm-hmm. to this little thing you have mm-hmm. When there is actually yes. so much, and I, and it was a learning process, a, a constant learning process, but also uh, revelatory and uh, sort of illuminating, and yes. really changed my life. It really changed my life. Uh, yeah, and- it's a form of a, of an adventure. I tell people as we begin to learn about ourselves. Uh, be, it's it's scary, but it's it's this um, expectation of what's next, what's next, and um, but you don't have sometimes in, in many cases you don't have the full picture, exactly. but you're still walking, exactly. you're still moving, mm-hmm. and so there are times when you're you you have this. Um, it's not like uh, a fear or anything is like a apprehension it's like this unexpected feeling mm-hmm. but you're excited about the next step and, you don't know where it's go, and, go ahead. and what i love is feel the fear and do it anyway you know yes yes to go ahead and put yourself out there because in that space is where you grow you know yes so you need to beyond that fear i tell people beyond that that thing that popped up lies your blessing mm-hmm. right beyond that. And it's a matter of you just walking straight to it and walk right through it, embrace it and take the power away from it. And once you have taken the, the power away from it, it will dissipate. And it's not that it disappears. Mm-mm. It dissipates. It'll come back, but it is not as powerful as it once was where you were crippled by that thought that uh, manifested, but because you have embraced it, 
when it comes back, the uh, that power, that fear, that uh, uh, where you you're shaking or whatever, that thing is gone, and you look at it and you go, "Wow, oh!" And you just keep moving. And so mm-hmm. uh, I love when you get to that place because everything becomes like even more new. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was thirteen, I read Amelia Earhart's poem. Uh, Courage Mm -hmm. is the price life exacts for granting peace. The soul that Mm -hmm. knows it not knows no release, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and the coward dies a thousand deaths. The brave man only one, you know, and I, and I I live by those. Nice. Nice. That's some powerful words that she spoke to Eric is it is so true when you understand those, uh, those words, I love your story of how you you walk through and where you are today and uh, looking back and you get the background, uh, the background from church as well from your mother. And you could see from listening and talking to you that both aspects of that is a part of you. And it's beautiful to um to get a chance to have this conversation to actually, if you listen cl- closely, you could, you could hear that both of the two marry together and thus become you. So I love, I love that because I tell people, don't forget uh, those lessons that you have. Most of us have grown up in church. Don't forget those principles because when you take away religion out of it, the principles are what is more important. Because once you get a chance to digest and manifest and learn about those principles, it will propel you uh, a certain way. But we kind of corrode the power of the principles by labeling it religion. So um, I love as you speak, you could really truly hear that. And I love that combination that you have. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So... Today, as far as the things that you're doing today, um, here is this girl, this journey that has, has happened. Uh, you've dealt with some of the uh, the issues that we has presented in your life, um, and you are now standing here, this strong motivational speaker. So as you are today, as I'm going to ask you to put on this motivational speaker's hat, <laughs> and uh, with a combination of that humorous hat as well, to talk to us. Uh, here we are, we your audience. We have presented to you, you are doing your presentation because there are people out there as, as they're listening to this podcast, you are actually doing your pro- presentation to this audience. As I mentioned to you across the world, um, all the countries that we're in and cities. And so how would you um, motivate us to talk to us about getting to the next level in our lives, not to let uh, the things that some of the things that we talked about hold us down? Speak to us in that format as far as that aspect of one that is uh, um, a motivational speaker. Uh, and encourage the the listeners uh, where you are today. One of the first things I say is don't leave your can on the shelf. And (laughs) your can is I can. And to to take that 
and to move forward. I believe in courage, creativity, and communication, and using mm-hmm. those tools to to get you further because those three are within you. They're within all of us. Mm-hmm. And courage is different from bravery. Bravery means you feel no fear. Courage means mm-hmm. that you feel the fear and move past it and move and and get yourself to the other side. So mm-hmm. I believe also that you can mess up and that that's okay. Uh, one of my mm-hmm. favorite books is I Hope I Screwed This Up by Kelsey, <laughs> you know, because we get sort of stuck in perf- uh, perfectionism and believing yes. that we have to make it perfect, you know. Yes. And what I want you to believe is that you are the right person for your assignment. Whatever you decide mm-hmm. that is in life for you to do, you are the right person for that. And all you have mm-hmm. to do is show up, show up mm-hmm. and things will happen. You know, so mm-hmm. believe that, really believe that. Uh, normality is a paved road. It's comfortable to walk, but no flowers grow on it. So don't get <laughs> stuck believing you have to act, be anything, be creative, build your own mm-hmm. uh, journey. And enjoy mm-hmm. and enjoy it because we're all here only for a short while. So just enjoy yes. the ride. Excellent. That's beautiful advice. And um, uh, I want to thank you so much, B, for coming by and spending such precious time with us here at Threads of Enlightenment. We were honored that you have trusted us to offer us your story and that uh, we uh, promise to take it in and to grow as individual. My hope is that uh, the listeners would uh, uh, do the same. I also ask that you go at uh, B's site. I'm going to provide all of that information for you guys. Uh, find her, get into her space so that she can give you the tools that are necessary to help you to the next level. And if it's classes she has online and she mentioned about the book, grab it. And I, and you guys have heard me talk about it before. When you read a book is that you're having a private uh, session with that writer. And so buy her book so you can have a private session with B so that she can implant into you the wisdoms that she has gained, the knowledge, the understanding the emotion, all of those things are within those pages uh, because she spent and she lived it. So uh, when she put that in in her thoughts and uh, uh, summarized it so that you can digest it uh, because she wants you to be better than where you were, further on than where you were. So I want you guys to find her books, get her sites, and uh, you get to know her to to even deeper level. B, I want to thank you so much for stopping by here at Threads of Enlightenment, and we look forward to hearing more of your story. And I intend to call you up and uh, invite you even more so to this podcast, so we can get a chance to chat again. Great, I look forward to it, Ken. Thank you, and thank everyone that's out there. And um, keep keep believing, keep moving forward. Excellent. Thank you so much. 
everyone who's listening to this broadcast. We hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you, but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Everyone who's listening to this broadcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you, but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.